This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Mothman Festival-filled episode of... Zing This. Yes, you're getting an extra episode this week because we returned from the Mothman Festival 2018 out in Point Pleasant. West Virginia. Yes, we had a great time out there, did some interviews. Um, We could have done a little bit more recording ourselves out there, but if you want more infield recording, I'll give the shout-out now. We got to hang out with Kristen and Toby from the Secret Transmission and Secret Levels podcast. Yeah. The Toby part, at least, from the Secret Levels. (laughs) And I would highly recommend checking out their episode. If you are listening to these, this will be coming out, of course, on Thursday. Their episode will be out on Friday. So go check out, or it should be out on Friday. Uh, I pop in, I think we both pop in a lot on there. And there's a shared interview that we did. That's on both. But yes, um, we, we had a great time. Um, tell you what, we're just going to cut right to the chase. We've got plenty of interviews with a ton of different people we ran into there. Uh, most of the stuff's in the description for them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to the interviews first after a quick promo from one of our friends in the podcasting world. And then they're kind of broken up by little musical excerpts and then and then when we come back we will discuss what we thought of it so you're going to get the interviews then our thoughts on the mothman festival right ellie yep all right and with that let's get started with the interviews in the shadowed recesses of our world monsters lurk despite our reluctance to find them and unlucky few cross paths it's these experiences that we explore at monsters among us podcast My name is Derek Hayes. Each week I explore calls from around the world detailing chilling encounters with mystery beasts, ghosts, UFOs, and a plethora of other strange happenings. You can find Monsters Among Us podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and most other podcatchers. Hey, this is Zinger. We're still here at the Mothman Festival. I'm here at the Bethesda tent, and I'm here to talk to Abigail about Fallout 76, um, based here in West Virginia. I'm excited because I've come to the Mothman Festival a few times, and I'm so excited that this is, it looks like it's going to be a part of your guys' game. Can you tell us a little bit about the game and what to look forward to in it? So Fallout 76 is our first multiplayer online endeavor. So instead of playing as a soul survivor wanderer, you will be playing uh, with your friends and with people <laughs> you don't know. Uh, but you can also be playing by yourself because there is absolutely the option to wander around and discover by yourself as much as there is being able to team up with your friends, find and make new friends and enemies, and uh, travel together. Awesome. Um, what are some of the landmarks and stuff people can look forward to exploring in the game? Or is that something you're keeping under wraps right now? We're keeping that a little bit under wraps, but fair to say that there are definitely some recognizable monuments that you will absolutely see and be like, ha, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> in- including the Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant? Potentially. Alright. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. And when can people find that game? November 14th of this year. And what systems will it be out and available for? It'll be available for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. All right, well, thank you very much. We're going to go 
explore around some more. Um, so stay tuned. All right, we're, of course, still here at Mothman, and we're actually talking with Colin Schneider, the crypto kid. And um, if you've listened to other podcasts from Dark Myths, I'm sure you have heard him on there as well as plenty of other stuff. But um, I, I have him here today, and we're going to talk to him about um, kind of we're, we're at the Mothman Festival. So what brought you to the Mothman Festival, sir? So this is my fourth year attending, uh, second year speaking. And what the reason I first came is because, well, basically... I heard about this five or six years ago, and I saw how many big cryptozoologists and researchers there are at this event, and I kind of went, holy crap, I have to come. Um, And I was lucky last year, kind of lucky and unlucky for Robert. um, Robert was unable to attend last year, Robert Robinson, um, and he was supposed to speak, so he told Jeff Wamsey, the guy who runs it, that I should take his place. And um, so I kind of, at the last minute, got a chance to speak. And I was asked back this year. And that's kind of why I'm here right now. Awesome. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what, what was your talk on today or will be on today? So at the time of this interview, I have not given my talk yet. So. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so, so I'm, I'm jumping the gun then on you. Well, a little bit. Um, at least you're getting me before maybe it's very poorly received or something. <laughs> um, but... It's about um, paranormal roads, uh, you know, haunted roads, roads where people have encountered UFOs, have been abducted, seen Bigfoot, that type of stuff, and kind of how they fit into folklore, how they're similar to a lot of mythologies, and how they're similar to each other, and how the stories are similar, because there's a lot of similarities. Well, that's very interesting. Um, I know when I was here last year for our record last year, where I was um, talking with David from Blurry Photos and everything, we actually were talking to some locals, and they said that there was a road like that around here. And it's sad because neither of us recorded talking with these locals about that, but they said, like, there's this road. If you're looking for it, you're not going to find it, but if you find it, there's, like, a ghost town at the end of it with with the roads like that. So it's stuff like that you're going to be speaking about? Yeah, uh, roads where there are constant hauntings, but also just stories that happen on roads. You know, the, the person break their car breaks down, they're trying to fix it well, and then the monster jumps out, or the, the Bigfoot crosses the road, yeah. or they're driving, their car shuts down, and then a UFO appears. That type of story. That's that's what I'm looking at. Okay, awesome. Um, just ju- not, not, not to get too much in shop on this, but do you, I, I remember... I keep referring to last year where we were di- where there was like different people talking about stuff, and one of the things mentioned was that this place could be like a thin point in reality, like a like if, if you're familiar with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like yeah. a Hell Mouth or something yeah. like that, to where it's like an onion to where there's different layers, and this could be a thin point since there's so much activity around here. Is that something that would play into to, um, a phenomenon like the roads thing? That's certainly an idea. I'm skeptical of that myself. Um, my approach definitely is more leaning to roads are inherently uh, through a number of different folklore ideas and devices where people expect to encounter weird creatures. Therefore, we do. That type of idea. That's a lot more where I approach things. Well, awesome. Okay. So, since, of course, we do pop culture and all that fun stuff and love comic books, I'm sure you're into superheroes and stuff like that. If there was one crypto that could be a superhero, even if they've already been, who would you want to be, like, who would be your leading crypto superhero? And I I see you've got Sasquatch here, so I'm going to say you can't say that. So, with that said, who, I, I, I know. I'd probably have to say I want to see a chupacabra antihero. 
Okay. You know, okay. he he has to drink the blood of, of the, the creature, the animals, but he wants to be good. He wants to help people. You know, that'd be really neat. All right, comic book artists and writers out there, get on that story. All right, well, thank you so much for talking with us today. It was a pleasure to meet you and a pleasure to, to have this one-on-one conversation with you. Yeah, definitely. It was great talking. I love doing this stuff. Awesome. Well, we're going to keep on exploring stuff around here at Mothman, so stay tuned for more Zingness. Hello, all you curious creatures out there. I'm Amber Ray. And I'm Andrew McKay, and we are the hosts of Into the Portal. If you like myths, legends, history with a paranormal twist, join us every week as we explore lesser-known mysteries of our world and beyond. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and all other major podcast platforms, and at IntoThePortal.com, your gateway to the bizarre. The only question is, do you dare peer into the portal? All right, still at the Mothman Festival. I am here with Lyle Blackburn, and um, how, how are you doing at the Mothman Festival this year, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, the Mothman Festival is one of my favorite events to do every year, so it's good as always. And, and what keeps you coming back to the Mothman Festival every year? Well, I mean, it's just obviously a fantastic event. A lot of people, a lot of enthusiasts about this sort of subjects. Um, I love Point Pleasant, and just coming up here, you know, being in the place where, you know, the Mothman was seen, the history of it. Um, you know, I've got a lot of friends who kind of converge on, on this festival. So, you know, it's sort of, uh, it, you know, I'm presenting, I'm, I'm working in a way, but also it's just a fun party with, uh, you know, my friends. So, so, so it's a good work and play combination for you here. Absolutely. I mean, this is kind of the payoff. If you're, if you're writing books and doing doing work of this nature you know this is the payoff you can come here and you know meet people face to face you know learn about new sightings of of any sort from you know all over because so many people come from from all around so it's a great way to socialize all right so so i got a question for you since since you're kind of the four four leader on a lot of this um push for the paranormal cryptozoology stuff like that what do you think has brought it into like the modern lexicon and being more popular than it's probably ever been in years? Well, I think certainly television has played a big role in making this more popular because in the last decade, you know, you've seen shows like uh, Finding Bigfoot, Monsters and Mysteries in America, uh, you know, have have kind of made it fun and a new take on it, you know, and people are interested you know obviously in in all aspects of the paranormal you have a lot of you know ghost related shows ufo shows uh, just so much of that coming out that i think people you know are exposed to it and say man i love this stuff and then they run across something like the mothman festival and go wow there's a festival and suddenly they're doing this and it just keeps growing and growing it's you know, I've been doing this more than a decade. I'm just amazed at how many of these events and how many people are showing up now. Awesome. Well, since we cover comics, pop culture, and all that stuff, what cryptozoological creature would you want to see be like a comic book superhero next? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, there's certainly there's there's a lot of pop culture to this, and you know, I kind of like that aspect. While I do interview real witnesses who, you know, just sort of intellectually and journalistically. Uh, approach the subject just I love the art I love the celebration of it um I don't know I, 
I was always partial to the Bishopville Lizard Man uh, from oh, South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, the South Lizard Carolina. Man is a kind of a creepy, swampy kind of modern creature from the Black Lagoon. So, yeah, if there was a comic book that sort of had that modern vibe of creature from the Black Lagoon right here in the middle of, of America, would be very cool to see. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking with us today, sir, and I hope you have a lovely time at the rest of the Mothman Festival. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, we are here live at Mothman for some recording. Are, are you recording on yours, too? I'm, I'm recording. Oh, my gosh, we're dual recording. This is going to be weird. So I'm, I'm here with Toby from Secret Transmission. And I'm here with Zinger from Zinger's podcast. And Ellie. And, and Ellie's here, too. Say hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so, so we're recording with our portable recorders and just shoving it in each other's face. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, <laughs> no, I don't know where to put them at. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. So uh, what are we doing currently? We're, we're, we're sitting around taking a rest because it is hot, hot, hot out, and it is humid, 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 and I am sweaty, sweaty. God dang it, I'm sweaty. Yeah, uh, my, I've been carrying this backpack around since about 10 o'clock this morning, and uh, my back is soaking wet. <laughs> it's disgusting. I feel bad. But uh, we, I, have because uh, I've been here a little earlier than you. Yes. I stood in the forever line for Bethesda to get the posters. I managed to snag us two. I think they're out now, so I think we got lucky. Uh, Pretty cool posters. Yeah, they're really cool. Uh, post, I'll post them on uh, the Instagrams at Secret Trans Pod, and I'm sure you'll post it. Yeah, 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 I'll post it. Uh, Ellie also picked up one of the shirts from the Small Town Monsters. That How many of them were there, Ellie? 75. There were 75. <laughs> so, by, by, by the way, um, you... You, we really should be getting a video of this on top of it, like 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 do like a live of this. Yeah, we're gonna let's go uh, live on something. How do you, how do you do this? Let's go. To what, what, what do you got? You, you, I don't know how to do Instagram. I don't so. either. We're okay, gonna, we're gonna learn together. All right, well, we're gonna learn together so that so that you can see. You, you the, keep talking while okay. I this out. Um, I'm excited to be here at Mothman. This is my second year attending. Um, ironically, it was hotter last year. Yes. It, it was hot. Somehow, it was hotter last year. I don't think it was as humid. But the humidity is nice because at least you're sweating quicker. This is disgusting to talk about, but I'm, I'm waiting for stuff to... Okay, we, we, are, we are live. Oh, we are live. Hold on, hold on. I'm just... Farah, okay. come over here. You, 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 need, to, you, you need to be our, our recorder for this. So we are also live on Instagram now on, on the secret transmission here. You, you point this. At, at us. Yes. Okay, so... Okay. Um. So, so Toby, what, what have you liked about the, about the festival so far? Um, well, there's a there's a ton of great stuff. Uh, there's a ton of books. There's a ton of movies and stuff. But what's cool is all the handmade stuff that's yeah. here. There's a, Kristen has bought several different uh, like they're little cute little mothmen, but but they're made out of clay. Yeah. And uh, the lady was sitting there like making clay, like showing how she makes them and stuff. It was really cool. Uh, there's statues. There's paintings. One of the the, the uh, booths that's here, they have. Uh, it looks like they probably went to Goodwill and found like some like nice, pretty uh, forestry-looking paintings and stuff, and then they just painted on top of them with like Mothman and creatures in yeah. the back. It's so funny. I need to take some pictures of those because uh, they're a little pricey, but they're really cool. Like, there's so much cool stuff here. I- I'm excited because I need to go get some buffalo dip. I did try that. I walked up to the guy and I was like, I was told I need to try this, and, and, and it, it was off the hook. So. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that, that, that stuff is great. Ellie, what, what, what have you liked so far from the from being here? Okay. Hold on, hold on. We need to get her to come over. Come, so come that, here, come join, come, come join come, the simulcast. We, we need, yeah, yeah, you got, you got you to gotta join the simulcast. Children will be okay. Children will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so Ellie, what, what have you enjoyed so far? Well, let me tell you. Um, I've enjoyed the noodles, the island noodles. Um, and where's our other kid? Okay. And then um, I need to go on a patch hunt. Yes. Patch you, 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 Star you, Wars patch hunt? Yes. Or um, Ghostbusters, too. I saw that one. I, it wasn't, like, exclusive to the festival, so I'm not impressed. Ooh. You heard it here first. Actually, you heard it there first. You heard it there first. <laughs> so, um, yeah. what, what items have, have both of you picked up so far? Uh, I have gotten the Mothman poster, thanks to Toby. Yep. I've gotten a, a literal metric ton of stickers from, from Toby. And I, I'm handing them out. What can I say? <laughs> and um, I gotten food. Oh, so you haven't you haven't really gone around and are you gonna buy any shirts or anything? Yes, I'm I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna buy some stuff and whatnot. So I'm I'm excited for that, but I'm I'm patiently waiting for the right time because I know how busy this place gets. Well, okay. So what's the the ghost? There's the Ghostbusters and the Star Wars. We yeah, fi- fi- the five oh first is the Star Wars. What's the Ghostbusters? Do they have like a the Ghostbusters? Name? Yeah. Okay. Well, they have like uh, people. There's a lot of people cosplaying. Yeah. There, there's a lot of people cosplaying as both Fallout. Um, of course, you have the 501st, which is Star Wars. And then you have the whatever the Ghostbusters is. Did you see the Adams Family? No, I did not. There's someone walking around dressed as the Adams Family. They look good too. They look uh, really good, and they have the uh, the Beetlejuice. Uh, you know the the two main characters in Beetlejuice when they stretch out their faces and stuff. You mean from Beetlejuice? Yeah, Beetlejuice. We, I already that. I said it the third time. Oh, I Beetle- said it the third time. <laughs> I didn't get the joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I took pictures of them because they were in front of this statue. Ooh, that that is a good picture. It was that's, a good. We, did, we got lucky. They were. That's a good picture. And the guy that was playing Lurch had these big stilts on his shoes. They were like six inches, and mm-hmm. and he kept like just walking around going. <laughs> he, he was good. I got to give it to him. Awesome. Um. Well, I'm going to sign off for now. I'm sure we'll have more of the recordings. I, I am very excited because I can't wait to go to the TNT and hopefully do some recordings there. So so stay tuned to this um, episode of Zingness. And, and as for the live people, tune in to a future episode of Zingness and a future episode of... Secret Transmission! Yeah! As you hold it. Oh, my- <laughs> I was pointing my recorder because I'm confused on all the recording. Uh, I know Kristen's out uh, at Goodwill right now. and She met a friend. She met a friend. She has a new friend. And uh, we're going to hopefully meet up with Captain Catfish. Ooh! So, yeah. Uh, peace out, homies. Called the Working Man's Nerdist, Tales from the Fandom is a weekly podcast where David talks with a guest about the fandoms that they love. Whether it's classics like Star Trek, Star Wars and Tolkien, or new ones like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. Anime, books, TV shows, movies, role-playing, video games, cosplay and more are discussed. Each episode is different, based on the guest. No fandom is too big or too small. Subscribe to Tales from the Fandom and join in on the fun. Alright, so I'm still here at the Mothman Festival. I'm talking to Seth Breedlove of Small Town Monsters. Um, you guys have done phenomenal documentaries. I, I've enjoyed watching. I don't, I don't think I've gotten, gotten the entire collection done yet, but I've watched a good chunk of them. I've, of course, watched the one from Point Pleasant, the Flatwoods Monster, and the... Um, uh, the one that was near Kecksburg. I just, uh, just invasion on Chestnut Ridge. 
So what inspired you to do these these um, documentaries or these movies or these films? Uh, originally, Small Town Monsters was a uh, like a book. It was, it was a book proposal. Is how it began its life. Um, I th- I was inspired more than anything by the fact that I like. Um, movies and TV shows about cryptids, but there really aren't many good ones. <laughs> and so I, I just decided there was a hole, a pretty large gaping hole there, so I would try to fill it. So that's really it. And you guys have done a great job with that. Like I said, they're, they're well-researched. Um, what is one of your favorite things about going out and doing these these films? Uh, honestly, it's just being with my friends more than anything. Like, the crew is really just a collection of friends. and And even... More recently, we added Santino, uh, Vitali, who's become kind of a vital part of the crew. Um, and he's not someone I grew up with or anything, but he's kind of become like one of my buds because of this. So more than anything, it's just getting to go out with my friends and film and stress out about getting the right shot and all that kind of stuff. And like it's uh, this is actually how Zach. Uh, my director of photography and Jason and I spend most of our time together anymore. So it more, it's almost like an excuse to hang out. So yeah, it's making making movies with my buddies. Well, awesome. Um, I know you guys have covered a ton of different topics. I know you got one on the way, so I'll give you a chance to talk about that one. But what is... I know you guys have probably done your dream one, but what is one that you want to do that could be in the future or that you would love to just, be, by all means, just go out and investigate? I mean, Flatwoods was like the dream movie. The, the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblins is one I would kill to make, but it'll never happen. Like, unfortunately, it just won't happen. I just don't think there's enough witnesses left and that kind of stuff. It could potentially be something we explore if we can get the sort of big-budget series version of Small Town Monsters off the ground. Um, but I would say Kelly Hopkinsville is one of my favorites, and then probably... Probably like Poplic Monster, something like that. But there isn't, they're not, those aren't ones that are on the radar right now as far as like we're going to make them. We're scheduled out through 2022 at least. And unfortunately, neither of those are in our future. Awesome. And um, you, you guys have one coming up, correct? Yeah, we're, well, we have two. We start filming, we actually this morning started filming Terry in the Skies here. We shot two interviews, one with Ken Gerhard um, and the other with Allison. And um, that'll be out in spring 2019. And then in fall of 2019, we're putting out Momo the Missouri Monster. Awesome. And you guys just did a Champ one, correct? We did, yeah. I produced a Champ miniseries that was made for Small Town Monsters through um, Alexander Petikoff, who directed it, shot the whole thing himself, wrote it. Um, And October 5th, we released The Bray Road Beast, which is like our official next movie. Awesome. And if people want to find more from you guys, where's the best place to do that? Smalltownmonsters.com is, is our home on the web. Facebook, Instagram, and all that. All right, awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us, and we're going to get back to wandering around Mothman. All right, still here at the Mothman Festival. Got another member of the 501st that we will be talking to, if you want to introduce yourself, sir. My name is Keller. I'm the Garrison Event Coordinator for Garrison Corellia in West Virginia. And um, what is your normal, what, what, what do you normally go as if, if you are dressing up, sir? When I dress, I'm a royal guard. 
Uh, Return of the Jedi version, which means I only have access to one of my hands, <laughs> which is always really fun. Uh, most of the Royal Guards you see around, well, not most, but a lot of them you see uh, tend to do Revenge of the Sith so that they can use both of their hands. But I'm, uh, I was born shortly after Return of the Jedi came out. It's, it's got a special place in my heart. So. <laughs> well, that, well that, that is awesome to hear. So you guys are here at the Mothman Festival. Um, I know that last year I, I talked to you guys. Um, what is one of your guys' favorite reasons for coming out here to this festival? This is one of the, the most fun events we do for uh, event participation. You know, part- the patrons and, and all of the, the people here at the festival, they really enjoy, you know, we really enjoy interacting with them. Uh, it's a good crowd. It's always pleasant. We do Blast a Trooper out here. The kids get to shoot some Nerf guns at Stormtroopers and stuff. And yeah, you, got, you got Revan over there, it looks like. Revan, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep, Darth Revan is, is getting shot at right now. He's uh, He's been a trooper this morning. <laughs> um, he's had probably close to 100 darts shot at him already, and we've only been here 35 minutes. But uh, we, we do um, we do things like Blast a Trooper and, and, uh, and patch runs and things like that at events like this to raise money for charity. Uh, all of our proceeds go to local children's charities, uh, and um, a lot of the money goes to local cancer charities. Well, that's awesome and great great that you guys do that. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot, even though I think you've already answered this question. Favorite movie? Return of the Jedi. Favorite character? Now, that's a little... That's That one's a little tougher. I, I have a lot uh, of... I, I, I will allow... Old trilogy, new trilogy, prequel. Like I'll, I'll, I'll allow you three picks for me. One, one pick from each. So three total. <laughs> one pick from each. Uh, prequel trilogy, Quinlan Voss. Even though he's a Jedi, right. there's just something about that character, especially in the comic books, that really attracted me to him. He's he's kind of a bad dude. Uh, original trilogy. As insane and horrible as he was, I liked the way that the Emperor was portrayed. Okay. Uh, he's kind of a, a maniacal supervillain, which added to the to the flair of it a little bit and in in the newer movies i'm a it's not so much a a single character but i absolutely love the armor designs on the first order uh the executioner from the last jedi especially even even though some people tend to to lean away from the the duck face helmets i i just loved the way that they they did that armor and and had those characters moving and it's it's just a really neat look for me but if we're talking expanded universe okay i go i go back to my uh my royal guard and and uh kirkanos yes 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 all right so i guess i guess i guess i'll do one more what what about the what about the more well, at the moment the two spinoff movies from from that from that uh uh cheer imwe all right good choice <laughs> good good choice on that one to put you on the spot all right well thank you very much for talking with us today sir oh absolutely thank you all right, I'm still here at the Mothman Festival, and I've run into some real-life Ghostbusters. Introduce yourselves, gentlemen. I'm Dave Humphreys of the Ghostbusters West Virginia Division. Uh, Kevin Polly, I'm the founder of the Ghostbusters West Virginia Division. Joshua Smith, I am a random member of the Ghostbusters West Virginia Division. Bart Sammons, I'm the Special Weapons and Tactics guy. All right, so so you guys, um, I'm sorry to do this comparison, but I think it's the simplest one for people to catch on what's going on here. You guys are the Ghostbusters equivalent of the 501st. 
Absolutely. That, that's a good way to put it. Um, we are part of Sony's Ghost Corps, uh, so we are part of the nationwide initiative to have these teams out here that are just doing good in the community. And we're very fortunate that we have two wonderful charities that we support here in West Virginia, the Children's Home Society of West Virginia, for which we do an annual toy drive, which Mothman is a big part of, and the American Heart Association. So we're proud to be able to support these charities that help give back to the community and it allows us to have a lot of fun for a really good cause. So what what brought about this 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 idea to do the the, the Ghostbusters um, dress up and everything? <laughs> well, basically, uh, I had known Kevin since before we started doing this, and both of us just kind of had the idea of it would be really cool to build a proton pack, and <laughs> we've just kind of figured, wait a minute, you know, he works for the American Heart Association, and I work for the Children's Home Society, so and it's really hard to get uranium through right. those two organizations. Really so, <laughs> so it was just very natural, not very natural that we we go out and raise funds for those two charities. Because we always have a representative out from the charities anytime we go out. All right, awesome. And um, what led you, um, sir, to to join up and 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 fight the good fight? Um, I just like the fact that this is something where I can finally give back to the community, where I can go out and do something good, where I can go out put smiles on somebody's faces, where I can go out make a difference, raise funds for a good cause. And if you'd asked me when I was seven, if I was going to be able to grow up and be a Ghostbuster, I would have been like all over it. If you'd asked me five years ago if I was going to be a Ghostbuster, I would have laughed in your face. And then one day I just happened to be at my computer and this weird guy messages me and he's like, hey, do you want to join? I was like, I have no idea who you are or what this is, but sure. And it sounded like a good idea at the time. And I've been happily a member for the last uh, three, maybe four years, give or take. Have it been five? I'm sorry. Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I do what I do, is just to put smiles on faces. Awesome. And, and what about you, sir? Well, I built my first proton pack in 1987. So I was a kid of the 80s, loved it, played around with it for a while, got away from it. And then I met these guys in the last year or so and got back into it. Turns out it's actually a family thing I can do with my significant other and our two little girls, and they love it too. So... That's what we're here for. Well, awesome. Thank you guys very much for talking to, to us real quick. Uh, I'm just going to take a second, though, and put you guys on the spot. What is your favorite cryptid or paranormal thing? I'm going to go around real quick. So you look like you're thinking. Okay, you know, the, my first thought, of course, is I'm at, I'm at the Mothman Festival, so i got to say Mothman because, you know, being a West Virginian, that's the one you've heard about your whole life. But I'm going to throw out some love. To the Flatwoods Monster. Just throwing it out good, there. Good. Just throwing it out also, there. Also continuing that West Virginia love. I'm going to go with a wild card and say Alf. <laughs> Fair enough. Keep your cats away. Okay. Oh, no. Sasquatch all the way. Squatcher here. Not the Sasquatch. The Sheep Squatch. Oh. A lot of West Virginia cryptid love in this in this group. I, I wonder why. <laughs> all right. Thank you, gentlemen, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, man. An old wine cabinet, said to be possessed by a demon, which invokes nightmares and physical harm. An island full of giant rabbits, said to appear once every seven years off the coast of Ireland. A rural family that in the dead of winter walked one by one into their barn, but never walked out. The world is full of fascinating mysteries, and the Blurry Photos podcast sheds light on the darkest corners of the unknown. With a new storytelling-focused format, 
Blurry Photos brings legends to life and examines if there's any fact behind the supposed fictions. Join me, David Flora, as I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored on the Blurry Photos podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back. Um, a lot of those interviews are really fun to do. A lot... Um, few of those people I might try to get on for other episodes <laughs> to where it's not just, you know, hey, let's let's talk here at the festival. Let's right. have, you know, a little more in depth. But in due time, everything comes with time. But yeah, so um, any of their information, of course, is in the description. I just kind of linked to probably some of the best sites they're known for on the web. So just go check those out. I didn't do them in the order they appear, so apologies for that. But I think it would be pretty obvious which one's which. Um with that, Ellie, what was one of your favorite things from the festival this year? Well, as always, I like food. Mm-hmm. So um, I enjoyed food. I did eat at the noodle truck again. Yes, um, I ate there twice. Yep. and uh, But I did try a different truck on Sunday. Oh. Uh, and it was these loaded nachos, but it had, um, gosh, uh, brisket. What, it. Was it brisket? I thought you had to choose between pork or brisket. I got brisket. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so brisket and corn and beans and lettuce and sour cream and some really good sauce. It was they were it was phenomenal. And it was a lot of food. <laughs> yes, that that was a you I didn't even, I tried to get a bite of that and you were like, yeah, No, I'm good. It was too good. I couldn't share. Uh, so the food, of course, was fun. Um, I got some really cool patches, and I, I keep meaning to put that. I'm going to put that on Instagram soon. Yes, check out our Instagram and yes. Twitter, by the way, and Facebook. Uh, we are going to start trying to utilize multiple aspects of our social media. So um, it, as we were driving up there, most of our stuff was done on Facebook, but there was a mm-hmm. few things done on Instagram. So in that whole trying to get that whole trifecta of social media dominance on that um definitely make sure to be tuned into all of our stuff to get kind of the full picture sometimes and stuff yeah because we don't always put everything on everything yes so (laughs) um but of course for like episodes and stuff like that twitter's the best pictures probably instagram but videos probably would be facebook but we can switch all those up at any time so keep an eye on those right now um we will be of course once this episode comes out putting out some more pictures from the festival and stuff like that. So, not that we haven't already, but just, yeah. yeah just keep an eye on those on those posts and everything. Yep. So, uh, so like I said, I did get, uh, got some more patches this year. Mm-hmm. So, I was very excited about that. I was a little disappointed oh. that, um, well, it's nothing major, but I was disappointed that there was not from the Ghostbuster or the Star Wars, um, oh, like an exclusive. They had that coin, though. But that still didn't have the year on it. Okay. It just said Mothman Festival. I like things that are dated. It's kind of fun to have the 2018. Um, uh, our daughter, of course, liked the zip lining again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just likes to walk around. She's a big, um, likes to walk around and look at just the crafty stuff. Yes, there um, is a lot of crafty stuff in this. Yes. I did get some of my chibi. Yes. Monster cryptid pictures. Super, super excited. So I think some of the artwork and my patches and my food was some of the best. It was neat to see Bethesda there. Yes, it was. They they were kind of this, like, 
randomly in different spots. Yes. At, at d- different <laughs> times. Like they, they had areas where it's like they were at this one area one day and the next day they're at a completely different area. Yeah, and they gave out different colored hats and, hats and um, little kazoo noise things. Makers. We did not get one of the masks though. We were not there early yeah, enough. Yeah, we didn't get the Thanks mask. Thanks to Toby, I did get one of the Mothman posters. So I'm very excited about that. And thank you, Toby, for... Look it out for me. I also did get one of the Mothman uh, Museum Fallout shirts. Yes. So it's it's different because it says Fallout 76 on the back. And I got yes my Small Town Monsters shirt. Yes, I'm so you excited. did. Yes, you did. One of the Unbelievers yes. helped you out with Thank that. Thank you so much. It's um, really cute. I love it. The, uh, a lot of the Unbelievers, uh, fans of the Unbelievable podcast were out there, so it was I, I got to ha- spend some time with them. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, got to go out to the TNT or the McClintock Wildlife Refuge, go yes. explore some of those igloos out there at night. There was also a ghost um, hunting show YouTube thing or uh, internet thing that was out there um, at the same time, so they were kind of around. I did attempt to film it on my GoPro, but I feel like... I could post it. It's just not that exciting because most of the audio <laughs> is terrible because it's on a GoPro and you can hear me clearly, right? But nothing else. So maybe I'll post that with like, I don't know, me talking over it about other stuff. I don't know. It's it's something I could post, but yeah, I just don't feel I just don't it. feel it's that interesting. Well, you could narrate it and make it more exciting. I could. I could. I could. But um, no, it, it, it was it was fun to be out there. I'm just saying the. Filming from that angle wasn't that interesting, but being out there kind of wandering around was really cool. Um, Toby, I know, did a few records out there. So once again... Did it feel, um, since you weren't part of the tour this time, you were kind of exploring on your own, were there too many people for it to seem creepy, or did it feel creepy at all at any points? Um, It felt creepy in a few of the igloos every now and then, because you just kind of go into one of them, and most of them are pretty empty, and one of them could had like explain, a ton of wood and stuff in it. Could you explain what that is for people that might not okay, know what you're so talking about? Basically, and in, in the TNT of the McClintock Wildlife Area, there's these, um, these basically these domes that okay. are kind of hidden in the out in that area. Now they blend in. You can kind of see them on Google Earth, but they sort of blend in if you're looking at it from above because they were meant to store munitions and stuff like during you know, the world wars and stuff like that because of the TNT area being there. So it was somewhere they could store the stuff and it wouldn't be able to be seen from above if something was flying over. So okay, that's why they were there, but they're not really in use per se anymore. So a lot of them are just kind of free game to go wander out there. Uh, we did ask, and I don't think they said that the police don't like you being out there, but the you'll, you'll get like a, hey, what are you kids doing out here? Get out of here gotcha. sort of thing. So it's something to where you won't get in too much trouble, but it's not something to where you're like, I, best of my knowledge, I, I, I'm not up to date on all of the, on all of the, you know, legalities of that. Um, also, the music at the end will, is from Captain Catfish, and he was also out there with us as well. So he, our, our, he was kind of our guide to the area since he is from the western area and has been there before so that was kind of cool i mean by, by god we were just wandering around and he was sort of like oh it's this way <laughs> good so, enough so it, it, it was a lot of fun to be out there a lot of the unbelievers are out there too um it was kind of cool to wander around it was a it was a beautiful night 
uh, out there. So that that was really pretty, and that's something I wanted to do. That was something I was yeah. like, I want to go out and do that because I didn't mind doing the tour, but it was a little boring in the sense of they're just like, oh, there's this out there, or there's and you this can't out really there, see anything. and it's like you can't see anything, and you couldn't see anything when you're out there too. On top of it, so. Um, definitely de definitely something to where if you get the chance and since i i actually was able to find where it was on google earth so i am noting that in my mind for next year by the way we have our hotel already booked <laughs> yes for next year we are gonna go again we are gonna try to make this a yearly thing so if it's something you want to plan on definitely definitely check it out um we're, we're very excited I'm going to try to get some more of the podcast community um, group to go from Dark Myths and stuff like that to see if we can have kind of a pseudo meetup too because it, it's, it's, it would be really fun to go out there. It's, it's a really cool festival to go to and I, I'm, I'm just excited about, about going to it recently and I know it's something like you have a lot of fun. Like everyone who goes seems to have a lot of fun at it. Well, and the thing I, I've – the last two years that we've gone – uh, one thing I would like to do next year that I have not been able to do the first two years is I would like to go to some of the panels. I think that would be very interesting. I, I would, too. The only, only drawback was we were pretty busy with a few other things both years. But the final drawback is it was very hot this year. And actually, somehow, it was hotter last year. But it was yeah, very it was. hot this year. Yes. And I will say this about that theater. It is not AC at all. They point that out, so it's one of those things. But a few of the people that we um, interviewed did have stuff at the theater, mm -hmm. so so that, that's definitely something I would be interested in doing too. And who knows, maybe Dark Myths might even have something there next year to where I'll be somebody presenting, or you'll be somebody you're you're not going to present, are you? No. <laughs> but she'll be in the audience, and dang, if I won't point her out, if 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 that does come to be, if that does come to be. But no, it was. Like I said I cannot express how much fun it was. I cannot express how much you should definitely check out Secret Transmissions episode because there's a lot of crossover. I know Toby was interviewing just anyone walking by him. <laughs> um, so that, that, that was a lot of fun to talk to those people. I, I don't know what his final stuff's going to be. I know, what my, I know what ours is, and I'm very excited for the people we had on and had discussions with, and I can't wait to see more from, from these people. Um, I'm very excited about the Small Town Monster stuff. Their stuff is always cool. I was very happy to get an interview with them. Lyle Blackburn works with them a lot. Uh, the 501st is something I always try to grab when we're out at stuff like like this. But talking to Bethesda, even though they didn't give me any information, but I think, <laughs> I think I can safely say the Mothman Museum will be featured in Fallout because they did so much stuff for it. Why would they do this if it wasn't something that was going to be involved? So I, I think I'm confident in that. Well, especially because of the one t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And the poster even has the stuff, too. Yeah. Um, Colin Snyder was, was awesome to talk to. Um, I, I, I would love to have him on the show with something. Maybe in the works with that, maybe not. He, he His stuff was great. I, I really enjoyed talking with him and, ner and nerding out with him. And, of course, uh, the Ghostbusters gang was was very cool to talk to. And it, it is basically the 501st of Ghostbusting. Uh, I I didn't get a picture, but I know I had one from last year, so maybe I'll just repost that. There, they had a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow guy that is there. Oh, I have that picture. I, 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 didn't, know, I didn't know if you took... Because Ellie was our photographer this year, so I haven't gotten all the photos yet that, that she's gotten to be able to <laughs> utilize them for our stuff, but... I think we can end this by positively saying, if you get the chance, 
go to Mothman. We'll be there next year. Um, I'm very excited about it. I want to try to get there early because I want to do that Kickstarter event thing. Oh, yeah. Plus, I could go out the night before. I, I don't know. I, I, I just I just really like going to the TNT area. It was, it was kind of cool to just wander around and have it be like the ooky spooky, you're out in the middle of nowhere thing. Right. So, and there was also a random goose that was following us around in the middle of the night, too. Oh. Yeah. It's random. Was it laying any golden eggs? God, I wish. That would have been <laughs> awesome. That would have made it worth it. But, um, no, I mean, like I said before, check out in the description for the episode. Everyone we interviewed, I have links to stuff that they've done. So, definitely check that out. Um, as I said before, check out Toby from the Dark Myths podcast. And also for more podcasts from the Dark Myths. Toby from the Secret Transmission podcast, which is part of the Dark Myths. If you want more Dark Myth stuff, which does cover the whole story of Mothman, and one to you know, it's been kind of requested, Ellie. We should actually cover the Mothman story at some point. Oh, on yeah, here that would be fun. So that that would be something that we aren't saying we won't do, but it has been mentioned. Hey, maybe you guys should do that. So maybe the pregame next year, going into it will be us discussing that. And maybe I'll finally watch the Mothman prophecies. But on that note, you can, of course, find more stuff from Dark Myths at darkmyths.org. If you want to find me yelling about Star Wars stuff every week, go to Knights of Vader podcast. If you want to find us, you can find us on Podbean, Google, Stitcher Play. Tune in. iHeartRadio, Spotify, and if it's on Apple Podcasts, Ellie, what do you do? Give us a five-star review. And you can also, of course, go to our Facebook page. As we said before, we're going to try to start mixing up a lot of stuff with our social media. So check out our Facebook page. It is... Zing This. For Twitter, it is... At Zing This. And for Instagram, it is... At Zing This Podcast. If you want to join our Patreon group, go to www.patreon.com slash... Zing This. I'll be putting out probably one or two more things very shortly on there. Just some fun little diatribes of me just talking maybe going into more detail about the going out in the night at mothman might might be a fun thing to do but um if you want to email us directly it is zing this at gmail.com if you want t-shirts with our logo on it including creepy halloween skull logo because you know <laughs> at time of year's coming up again yep you can go to www tpublic.com slash zing this our sound guy is a aaron our logo is done by chris zinger and finally not dj golden boy did open the show yeah but captain catfish play us out with their song th mothman attorney at law
چشم تین 